0: I'm Wayne and today we're going to be talking about the return of Movies in the Park featuring Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker.
1: I'm Robert and we're talking about public health and safety, How is Montgomery County doing with the COVID?
0: And I'm Mike and
2: I'm going to be discussing community reactions to a proposed increase in our gas
0: and water utility rates. Free thinkers of Clarksville, episode four. Michael, can you tell us what is a free thinker? Of course. To be a free thinker
2: means that whenever you're given a new argument or a new position, that you evaluate it without bias. And when I say without bias, I mean without your own bias, and you try as much as possible to take the bias out of the person who's presenting it. Cut all that away, whatever's left, you give that argument as much charitability as you can
0: and uh, evaluate it for what it is all right and Robert can you tell us what do we mean when we say it's free thinkers of Clarksville
1: oh Clarksville's big and it's booming and it has its own media outlets the Leaf Chronicle Clarksville now Clarksville chat all these social media platforms give us a wealth of information where people can come and comment about really local issues so we draw from those comments and those are the arguments we present here on this show
0: all right so our first topic today I brought a headline in Clarksvillenow.com movies in the park to return starting with the rise of skywalker guys later this month they're going to start movies in the park or you can go out to the park here in clarksville watch a movie they're going to start with the rise of skywalker which is the latest star wars movie in the main saga uh, i think it's uh episode nine mm-hmm. in this in the in the main series the skywalker series i uh going to the comments found an interesting one here i wanted to See what you guys thought. Uh, Commenter says, "False advertising shouldn't be called a Star Wars movie." Oh, Robert! Shots fired. (laughs) Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Sure. Should it even be
1: called a Star Wars movie? Should it be called a? Oh gosh. Now, have you seen the movie? S- I have. I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm just going to say yes.
0: All right. So you disagree with this commenter who doesn't think it should even be called a Star Wars movie. Why, why do you think it is a Star Wars movie?
1: Well, because I'm going to give credit to the fact that all the characters uh, are inside the Star Wars universe. Uh-huh. All the throwbacks within the movie still throw back to the original. There are throwbacks. There are tons of throwbacks. There's even... Did, did any uh wait hold on i'm trying to think rise of the of, rise sorry? of skywalkers the last, the last one. one yeah okay and uh so yeah. there was still like remnants of yoda and carrie Yoda and, was there yeah carrie and, fisher yeah played princess leia yeah yeah so yeah that's a star wars movie okay okay yeah absolutely how dare how dare this commenter how dare them michael
0: Having heard him disagree with this commenter, where do you think she's coming from, saying, uh, you know, it shouldn't be called a Star Wars movie? Well, I mean, just got to look at it like this:
2: every movie that's filled out west is not a western. Okay. All right. Every movie that's filled in space, that's filmed in space, is not a sci-fi movie. So every movie that's filled in the Star Wars or filmed in the Star Wars universe is not necessarily Star Wars movie. I mean, it's clearly that this is going a different direction, different idea. It's even a different series. You can't just call it Star Wars like that. Okay. So it, it must be called something else. It must be the the feeling's not the same. When you watch it, you're not excited to tell your kids about it. It's just,
0: uh, it's just like that. Wow, that's heavy. Robert, I want I to dig it. into this a little bit more. Okay. Okay, because The Last Jedi had a lot of backlash. Sure. Because J.J. J. Abrams took Star Wars in a different direction. Okay. We, we, we would say that... Uh, uh, a lot of Star Wars fans would say that the the first of the new of the new trilogy, uh, the Force Awakens, right? It almost was too slavishly loyal to the originals to the point where it felt like he was just remaking uh, Star Wars: A New Hope, um, to some extent. Whereas J.J. Abrams, you know, uh, Luke Skywalker was played by uh, uh, Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Mark Hamill was quoted as as saying in in that movie that he he almost felt like luke skywalker it wasn't the real luke skywalker he he had to get into the mindset of this is somebody totally different because of the things that he was asked to do and okay. say in uh, in 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 the uh the, the, the middle movie um and i think a lot of people i would assume a commenter like this says you know this carries on that, that the direction that jj J. abrams took it um it doesn't capture the essence of star wars that a lot of people really like did it did it for you know
1: yeah well uh yes because okay when when i was a young man and i watched star wars with my dad right, right we sat down and watched star wars and now that i'm a father when i think of the times that i've gone to star wars to pass that legacy on to my children my daughter's Think of this as Star Wars. Okay. They don't think of the old Mark Hamill back, you know, back when George Lucas, you know, versions of Star Wars. They think of the new Star Wars, right? And that, and I would even say that that even segments itself off from the Anakin, you know, the first series, the prequel trilogy, the prequel tr- trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for a,
0: for a lot of kids, yeah, you, know, you know, I know some people. You know, you ask them what what their favorite Star Wars movie is, and they'll say the Phantom Menace. And it's because they saw it when they were nine years old and thought Jar Jar Binks was hilarious. It is a, it, that is the best, the best one.
2: Number one, episode one. Jar Jar episode one's the you best think, you one. You think
0: the fa- F- Phantom Menace episode one, the Hands best down. of Star Wars movie oh, in, yeah, in your yeah. opinion? Hands down. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Hmm. Um,
2: second only to or uh, followed the close second by the uh,
0: the new one. So, so with with that in mind, um, this. This new Star Wars movie.
2: I'm not sure how local uh, this is.
0: The, right, the Well, this is what they're going to be playing in the park. This is the movie they've chosen, Clarksville has chosen to kick off movies in the park. And it's The Rise of Skywalker. You already got people saying this isn't even a real Star Wars movie.
1: Well, it's just, come on. Get get your puristness out of it. You know, let people enjoy things for what they are. All right. You don't have to squatch on them all the time. Well, we have a
0: uh, special guest here today who I'd like to introduce now. Um, we've got, sitting over... Uh, in the special guest corner today, Denny the Bull. Nice De- to have you with us. It's great to have you, Denny. It is great to be here. Uh, Star Wars: The uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Have you seen the movie? I saw it once. Okay, and I saw Last Jedi once. Right. And this commenter says, you know, in, in her opinion, uh, it's false advertising. It's not even a real Star Wars movie. What do you think of that?
3: I would kind of agree with that because growing up, I probably saw New Hope. I've probably seen New Hope 40 times. Okay. Saw Empire Strikes Back 50 times. Mm. I saw Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker one time each, and they're the only Star Wars films I don't own on DVD. Okay. Uh, Because they both sucked. They sucked in different ways. Okay. Last Jedi took it in completely different directions. Like you said, Abrams, he was kind of relaunching it. There's a lot of rehashing of stuff that happened in New Hope. But it was still a really good movie. He introduced some really... Good new characters, Kylo Ren and uh, some of the other folks, like Ray. Sure, yeah. right. All, all these memorable characters. Yeah, I didn't yeah. buy their toys, so I can't remember <laughs> their names. But uh, I would say, though, what we need to do is stop and call 911 right now because Mike needs help. If he believes that Phantom Menace is the best of the Star Wars no, movies hands down, uh-huh, the best over me. the Empire Strikes Back, oh. are you kidding? Sheesh, but... I think that what they would be better off doing with movies in the park yeah, is go back in Clarksville now and yeah. say, okay, we're not going to play Rise of Skywalker. We're going to play The Empire Strikes Back. And they would probably have 5,000 people show up
2: yeah, if, if they were playing that movie instead. All right. All right. I've got a solution here. Okay. They just start at the beginning, episode one. Play yep. them all. And there just go, go to
0: episode uh, two. No, no, no. When you say start at the beginning, you said episode one, which implies the beginning is Phantom Menace. The beginning is Phantom. It's, it's literally for, called episode one. For many of us, yeah. Yeah. the beginning is Star Wars, which right. wasn't even Who called. Who opens a, new a book in the middle and starts right. reading?
2: That's ridiculous. Episode one,
0: all the way. Well, agree or disagree? Please let us know <laughs> in the comments whether oh. you think uh, the rise of Skywalker is in fact a real Star Wars movie.
2: All right, welcome back. I'm going to bring the topic from a galaxy far, far away back here uh, to our local Clarksville area. Okay, we all pay taxes, and we all pay for gas and utility, gas and water, right? In the council, they're discussing increasing our gas and water gas and water rates. Okay, all right. So it's a difficult topic. There was a lot of debate on on Clark's for now about this topic, okay? But in the debate, I found something that I wanted to bring back, a new se- a segment from our our show, all right? All right. So I'm stumbling all over this, okay. The segment is called Now, that sounds like socialism. <laughs> all right? Okay. All right. If you remember, uh, in our previous segment, we had a commenter that was talking about uh, something similar to this and they say this sounded like socialism so I want to read this comment to you that um, caught my eye all right commenter says wow seems like a hefty increase for something that's already pricey in comparison to other places they've lived okay all right she they then go on to uh, make the point we all need water so we're at the mercy of paying whatever it is that the council decides to charge us mm-hmm. we have to have it all right then she makes an interesting point about how perhaps if instead of giving freebies and incentives to some of the new businesses coming in the council could instead use that money to help foot the bill for the homeowners for the increased price of the gas and water for updating the gas and gas and water Okay. All right, so I'm going to break this down a little bit. It is true, and we can all agree, I think, that we need water, right? Sure. And it is kind of socialist for the government to provide each of us water uh,
0: for, for a fee, right? Right. Anyone agree, Anyone disagree with that part? It's the government taking ownership over an enterprise and distributing it, you know, through government mm-hmm. control. It sounds pretty socialist. Right. Okay. So,
2: do you think it would be better if instead of bringing in new businesses, giving them incentives to come here to Clarksville, that they take that money that they are using for that and instead put it back into gas and water to keep prices low or at the minimum that they could possibly be?
1: Hmm. Hmm. So, Robert. Okay. Go ahead. Hmm. I think, ooh, this is hard. No, I don't think so. I think that the invisible hand of the economy is, is Trump's personal homeowner hardship. Um, we have to look at it in the macro. So bigger business, more development, more homes, it will equalize. For a short term, it's going to feel a little jaded while those prices go up um and yes you're right the the council is going to give those cuts to bigger businesses um instead because our population is growing so fast but yeah you just gonna have to just gonna have to pay it i think is uh because we want we want more here to spur more growth to have more people to build other things that the council needs to have so we need the additional tax income and without those we kind of stagnate you know if we're always just trying to take the care of the people who are here then we become less competitive to draw people in so
2: uh Wayne looks like roberts uh siding against the commenter here hmm. saying that investing in the new business is coming
0: even though it will be harder supporting a rate increase over uh, for our utilities gas and water uh, that the uh okay i can see see someone disagreeing with the commenter uh on on those reasons that, that we have multiple priorities that need to be balanced and you know it's just simply focusing on that one aspect is it i'll uh you know from the perspective of the commenter i can i can see this um the city's engaging in all kinds of projects and laying out big money right yeah uh eight hundred thousand dollars for the roxy millions upon millions of dollars for uh this event center uh purchasing land here and there doing all these developments uh, with numbers so many zeros on the end of them an ordinary person can hardly fathom it right eight hundred thousand dollars you could send four bucks to every man woman and child in clarksville right um and and i can understand somebody saying why not right why are you gonna why are you gonna charge me extra money right for my gas and water you know in the middle of a pandemic you know, you know raise these mm. rates you're spending all this money on other things why not cut four bucks off my utility bill or more right why not uh you know focus on say you know saving as much for as many using the money to benefit as many people as broadly as possible rather than taking the money and focusing it into benefiting you know some developers uh, you know, in, in, in a particular area of town it has an appeal, right? If if you take something like a government monopoly over gas and water, which we've given our government a monopoly. You know, there's not multiple companies, you know, competing for my water bill the way they are for my internet bill. Mm-hmm. I don't get I don't get to choose I got several choices if I want internet. I got several choices if I want, you know, packages delivered to my house or grocery stores. Water, I really only have the one option. Um, and with that Power comes a responsibility from our government uh to be careful not to it's it's easy to take a few bucks from a bunch of people and give it to a powerful person a developer a friend you know somebody come, coming in who can afford lobbyists and such it is a lot harder for everybody to say why is my water bill going up um and, and, I, th- and I think she you know it, the the actual details of how much we're spending on this that and the other versus our water bills um I'm sure it's complex and that's why we have politicians who are supposed to look at the complexities and make and balances out for us. But I, I absolutely empathize with a commenter who feels frustrated where, you know, uh, you know she sees all this development around town that doesn't seem to benefit her much at all, a new park, a new event center or what, but that little bit extra on the utility bill is going to make a big difference in their, in their budget.
1: So, Mike, going back to your initial that sounds like socialism deal, is it because it seems to affect everybody across the scope? Should we be more gradient on that? Like, should we be charging an excessive amount of water to those who can't afford it and actually giving reductions to people who can't? I mean, would that be more fair?
2: Well, I think most of—I mean, you guys have hit it on on the head when it comes to the government responsibility, right? Does the government have the responsibility to the people that are here and now, or does it have the responsibility to the future of the of the, the area? Yeah, the potential of the, the, p- the potential. So, when you talk about when you're when you're talking um, about spending money. Um, it seems to be the case that some people feel it's important that the people that we vote into these positions, that are in these positions, do their best to make life as good for the people that are here. Mm-hmm. The dis- disagreement is what does what exactly does that mean? If we can mm-hmm. spend that same money, $800,000, to invest into gas and water that will then lower the price for everyone in the long term, that seems a wise investment to the people that are already here. So. It also says if you take that same money and you can increase their lives in, an, in another way, then it's worth raising that that money. So it's it's two different two different ideas that approach it, which is, um, I guess, a, a good way to bring in Denny. Yeah, let's
0: bring in our special guest. So, oh, I'm so ready
2: Denny. to hear Denny. Denny the Bull. Where does the uh, responsibility lie for the government? Is it towards the people that are here and now, or is it towards... Um, expansion or upgrading or bringing in new businesses should if there's money available should it be used to help those here or should we should be use to increase the potential prosperity of the city
3: you know i agree with the commenter this is this is socialism because what they're asking to happen is because more people are coming into town are going to need these products these are consumer products natural gas and water as more people are going to come in, they're going to have to pay for that. So the increased volume will be offset by what they're paying now. And this is just kind of a local scummy way of local politicians tricking people. For example, let's say I'm going to go to Subway and get everybody in this room a $5 foot long. Five, 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 and five. That's 20 bucks, right? Now let's say two, pe- two more people come in. Am I going to say, okay, everybody, we each need to pay an extra $3 to pay for those two guys' sandwiches? So now it's going to be 8 8 8 and 8 No. They're going to both give me $5 too. So now I'm going to get six subs, but it's going to cost $30 versus four subs, which cost $20. And it's no different for the gas and water customers. The extra money gas and water needs to supply those customers is coming from the new customers so it's like the wheel tax that we got a couple years ago right that was another way to just get more money out of local consumers without anything in return for us Uh they said it's going into roads they're not doing anything to the county and local roads they're doing it to state highways that money comes from the state not from the local municipality so I, i would just say that in this case, there is no point raising the rates that we're already paying. The product didn't get better. I'm not getting any more of that product. The new consumers are going to pay to offset that cost.
2: So let's see if we can uh, push back from the other perspective and, and see uh, if we can find a reason why it might be better to go the other way. Say we have a developer that's coming in and they're going to build – 1000 homes or 500 homes I don't know what's a reasonable amount of homes for a developer. So gas and water has to be run to those homes. Now those homes aren't bought and sold yet. They're 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 not even they're built, but the underlying gas and water has to be gone on there. The money to do that mm-hmm. has to come from somewhere since it's the government owned, then it's going to
0: come from the taxpayers. And just to provide a little background here, I I don't know a lot about the actual workings of of gas and, and water and such. But what I've read suggests that their idea is that they're going to use this extra revenue to invest in new projects, upgrades, things like that, planning ahead for the future for future developments. That is, you know, we haven't had a big you know, we expect a big influx of people that will one day start paying for these utilities. So let's go ahead and charge ourselves more now to prepare for those new customers later. That's uh that's exactly the I think that's the, the direction pitch. I was going okay. is
2: that now, if we raise everyone's bill by four dollars, they I have that we have the revenue to go ahead and lay the groundwork for all those homes that are coming, so that when those people come, the, the thousand new families come, there's some place to put them. They have gas and water, then they can start paying their five dollars for the for the sandwich. Right. Right now, that's not there. But if we don't have those homes, then we never get those. Never get those five
3: dollars. Uh, I guess we're assuming that the entire uh, revenue stream that gas and water gets is 100% covering raw materials, mm-hmm. that they're not making any profit on it, that they're not paying for the bureaucracy. That sounds unlikely. That sounds highly <laughs> I- unlikely.
2: I agree with that. I mean, So I would that?
3: say that gas and water well, already has a margin to allow for development, for infrastructure, for improvement. I'm sure it's already baked into that rate, mm-hmm. and they have to make that investment because they know they're going to get that return with those 500 or 1,000 extra houses that are being built. That's just what the cost of business. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And, and I don't know that developers don't pay part of right. the routing of, of the new infrastructure. So,
1: it, I, I think we just really have to come to terms with Clarksville in itself and just decide, you know, are we just following the arrow of progress through the air, or does Clarksville need to stand up and say, we don't want to be you know, a subdivision of Nashville. We don't want to be as big as Chattanooga or Memphis. We want to be done.
2: Now that will that'll be and that'll be an interesting decision that we'll have to make and I don't know where I don't know which side it's going to fall down on.
1: Well, tell us. Tell I think us,
0: uh, yeah, tell us in the comments what you think. Do you want your water and gas bill to go up? Do you think it ought to go down? What do you think? Let us know.
1: all right welcome back last topic for the episode guys i was scrolling around in the leaf chronicle Mm -hmm. website on facebook and i saw a new hope for montgomery county so montgomery county public health director is looking towards the future of the pandemic okay and they are very hopeful for montgomery county we're doing something right i hear The article states that the response is hopeful to reduce restrictions and return to some form of normalcy if measures are followed and vaccinations are received by the greater populace, right? So we're still ramping up on vaccinations. Right. But that got a commenter in our local community on this post, which I believe when I looked at it, it only had this one comment. So I was very intrigued. Okay. So this commenter says you and this is in response to um, what was mentioned in the article which was that there was a th- that i think the county health official said that it's going to take time uh, to eradicate this virus so i uh, just want to give you some prelude to what this commenter says all right comment is you don't eradicate the virus we as a species evolves our gut microbiology evolves just as we have been doing with viruses and bacteria since the beginning of time. Our immune systems are absolutely amazing if we can learn to nurture it. By the way, this isn't a vaccine, but a nanotechnology, comma biotechnology, never before done in humans. Lots to unpack there. Yeah. Very, very clear arguments. So I guess... The two claims I really want to touch on within that comment are you can't eradicate a virus. Okay? That was the lead in. Right. Okay? Second is the new vaccines. Right? There's three versions from three different manufacturers. Right. Nanotechnology and or biotech being injected into humans. Never done before. Wayne. Wayne. Yes. What do you think about those two things?
0: This commenter, I, I can absolutely see where he's coming from. The uh, uh, so let's take for let's take for example the you know the idea that a pandemic has never been ended by humans. That's I guess technically true. Um, I was thinking about uh, obviously if you go back in history, you know the, why did the bubonic plague go away? Well, it just went away, right? Why did the Spanish flu go away? It just went away. Uh, I've seen movies where you know, a, a disease comes with an outbreak, and it's a, a race to find the cure, the vax, a vaccine or something like that. But that's not how we've actually ever dealt with pandemics. And that doesn't appear to be the way we're conquering this one. I think there's gonna be a lot of people that say, look, yes, we developed a vaccine, but what really killed it off was people just got better, right? It, it washed through the population. You know, we had a, 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 a you know, and the summer started, you know some combination of effects I, i'm sure all the vaccine makers will claim victory and I, and and uh i think that what what we've been doing has helped um but historically if if we claim credit for ending a pandemic through human action right as in what it would have kept going uh, if we hadn't i don't know if that's necessarily true um we have eradicated some diseases uh, such as smallpox is no longer is the, is the only major one I can think of that's not out in the wild right now. Sure, other stuff like malaria we haven't been able to get rid of. We're working on it. We'd love to right try to get rid of some diseases. And cor- you know this this coronavirus COVID nineteen uh, maybe it will go away. Um, but he is right that w- we haven't figured out anything other than the human immune system that is capable of fighting it. Right, we haven't invented a cure for it. We, haven't, we don't have drugs that kill off coronavirus. Mm-hmm. We have methods to promote human immune systems, our our, our gut microbiome and and such, uh, to make our own bodies fight off the disease better. That's what the vaccine's intended to do. The vaccine doesn't cure anything, and the vaccine itself doesn't directly fight coronavirus. It just teaches our body how to fight it off ourselves better, helping us to evolve, as he put it, sure. um, into... Um, people with better immune responses the part about nanotechnology uh, uh, slash biotech and that it's never been done before my understanding is that's true as well that the two of the vaccines that we're using uh, use new experimental techniques unlike any vaccine in the past that that uh, has been used the johnson and johnson variation i'm told uses more classic vaccine technology sure Um, but the new ones are truly novel experimental haven't been used before um they didn't go through the regular regulatory process because we need them for an emergency um and if they work well as well as we think they're working might provoke a whole new method of coming up with vaccines in the future
1: with a novel coronavirus you need a novel vaccine yeah mike how does it feel to be on the opposite end of so much truth
2: Well, well, well. Let me uh, just start by saying that I think we're using terms like evolution and evolve a little too loosely okay. in this case. I get where the the commenter is coming from, but I think that his in- information is a little bit uh, incorrect. And I think that leads him to erroneous con- conclusions. Though. Okay. So it seems to me that he ha- he's under the idea that once we're exposed to say the COVID-19 disease right our body evolves in some way changes which is that's not necessarily the case the evolution has already taken place we have our our immune system that is the product of an evolution so it is responding to the the disease it is responding to the virus but we are not changing in an evolutionary sense it is just we are ad- adapting to that virus but when we have our children when we have children they're not going to be immune to sure. born immune to this because we do not have a genetic evolution that we're going to be able to pass on to our our kids so we didn't change into a different type of human or anything like that just because we were exposed and our immune system works like it's like it's supposed to okay so that's the one thing and i think if he understood that more i think he probably does understand it but maybe thinks that it's more impactful that it is it would he would be less the the commenter would be less certain that we would just be able to manage it on our own so we are able now to introduce that virus through these vaccines into immune systems in a much more, in a manner that's much safer than just getting exposed to it initially. So it is likely that if you're ex- exposed to a live virus, you're going to be much sicker with a higher chance of death than, sure. than if you're exposed to the vaccine, because the vaccine mimics the good part of getting an exposure to the to the virus without any of the harmful side effects or the potentially harmful side effects, right? Right. So, to say that we uh, eradicate viruses by just, they just go away, I mean, they don't go away. We just, uh, we, they're all, they're, they're around us all the time, including, you know, I don't know about it, including smallpox, we may have actively if we actively try to eradicate it then
1: yeah so an argument is that the only way to eradicate a virus is to give it no proper hosts it can't I mean as soon as it, it tries to infect and then replicate itself the body collapses on it and it has nowhere to live it has no host to live in right so but what do you think about this the the nanotech and the biotech claim
2: well I don't think that it's a new never before use technology and so that's vac- not your understanding of it no because the technology that was used to develop these vaccines has been around for decades which is why they were able to develop them um, so quickly so even even different covid vaccines exist already just not the one specifically for the novel covid19 virus so the vaccine pro the way that they produce vaccine for those is is replicated in the vaccine that we have now. I do not believe them that to be some sort of new, exciting technology that we're using to fight it. It's definitely technology because <laughs> the companies that produce the vaccines were already had the facilities in place to do it. It's not like they built new facilities. It was like a within a,
1: within a month of yeah. of quantifying its genetic code, they had a vaccine. Right. It so was just. Taking the time, so to to
2: say that it's new technology, there'd be no way that they would be able to develop whole systems in place to develop the vaccine within the the month of isolating Mm -hmm. its DNA. I mean, it's just that's just not how that's just not how it works. That's not my understanding of how it works.
0: That that, and and to the nuance of it, the I think I would say this: the mRNA, my, my layman's understanding of it, the mRNA technology. You know, existed. It just never been used before in an actual publicly available vaccine. So it was new in the in the sense of it being. Well, just there had never been.
2: There just never been a a reason for it yet. It existed and it had been tested, and they knew it would work, which is why they tried to do it in the first place. But so that's uh, I I think it's just this commenter has some good points, and if the facts were in line with his understanding, that his points. But I think he's just maybe
1: so maybe just some misunderstandings misunderstandings let's go to denny denny the bull the bull in the corner give us your feedback which side landed with you on this comment
3: well as mike said i with the operation warp speed and how quickly they got it out it seems like they were using existing technology to to get this out it's it seems like and and anti-vaxxers are never gonna get it because they don't get any so discounting them, it just seems like every year there's so big a portion of the population that gets flu shots. Is it maybe they should have just relabeled this, rebranded it, the the China flu shot to get all the folks who are reluctant to get it. Okay. So all the folks who are on the liberal side of politics, of course they were gonna run out and get it because the mainstream media pushed hey, go out and get it, it's safe, do it. But, you know, if Trump or somebody on the right had said, okay, the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines, those are the COVID-19 vaccines, go get it, those folks all go get it. But then there's going to be a lot of reluctance, people who don't trust the government, they don't trust what's going on with this vaccine. Say, okay, well, the Johnson & Johnson one is actually going to be called the China flu shot. (laughs)
0: it <laughs> right because it's sure. no
3: different than a flu shot because sure. the actual it, sickness it, is so close to the
0: flu anyway and it sounds absurd but Johnson and Johnson used the old-fashioned you know previously approved techniques you could have absolutely they could have absolutely no, it you know you worried about this new experimental you know stuff why don't you use the J and j when it's the old-fashioned one you could have exactly had a, you could have had an you marketing could have got all the
3: other side of the political spectrum mm-hmm. oh it's just a flu shot because of the doggone. I China. wonder if there's
0: any people out there who are choosing their vaccine based on those kinds of priorities so i'm going to get the
3: i'm not going to get that covid19 vaccine from that liberal pfizer company right. sure i'm going to go with the johnson johnson, johnson, johnson they China make the baby shampoo shot. that i yeah, use. yeah 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 yeah. because i've, I've gotten
1: flu shots for years
3: yeah and yeah i don't want to catch that yeah stuff. we're so,
1: used to, we're used to getting infected with the thing that causes autism but <laughs> right. we don't know what's going to happen with this new bio yeah. I think know simple branding
0: yeah it's just
1: a branding issue yeah it's uh buy-in is a huge thing when it comes to public health so everybody leave your comments let us know what you think uh we are very helpful here in montgomery county Uh, i think montgomery county's done an incredible job of staying on top of it and i don't think that we've kind of suppressed ourselves as much as other uh, denser populations but hey we never know what the future is going to hold all right some great discussions today thanks for your comments thanks for leaving all the exciting uh conversational tips we can take if you want to get more involved with the freethinkers clarksville podcast show you can hashtag ftoc in any comment thread that you think we should be talking about so just drag that comment into uh any thread that you're excited about any comments you think need a little more attention need a little more depth of knowledge to them and we'll pick them up and they could be on the show. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Yeah, and uh, thank you to uh, Denny the Bull for being our special guest today. If you are out there and think, hey, I'd like to be a part of this conversation, you might be able to be a special guest on the show. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at Clarksville Free, Free Thinkers. Send us a message. Um, tell us if you'd like to be on. We may we may have you on here.
2: All right, this has been episode four of the Clarksville free thinkers. See you next time.